The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Sticking with us all through the week, or just popping in today now to close with the song, returning from earlier in the week, the very magnificent Danielle Sepulveres. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, Truly, Madly, Deeply is the third single from Savage Garden's seven times platinum self-titled debut album in 1997. It sold over 12 million copies worldwide. It featured eight, eight singles on this album. Uh, of course, I Want You, To the Moon and Back, Break Me, Shake Me, Universe, All Around Me, Santa Monica, and Tears of Pearls were the other ones. Um, this song spent half a year in the top 10, peaked at number one for two weeks in 1998. The first song in Billboard history to spend its first 52 weeks in the top 30. Wow. Little sub, here comes a trivia question. It was the number one song just before Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On went on a tear and dominated. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Set a record for the most weeks of any single in history on the U.S. Adult Contemporary Chart, 11 weeks at number one, and 123 weeks on that chart. Yeah. God, yeah, My Heart Will Go On. My God. I remember <sighs> I used to have my um, my clock radio alarm set to wake me up for school. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-cell phones, kids. This was pre-cell phones. You're right? Yeah, you had the... <laughs> yeah. And um, every morning for months, the song that on like the station I was listening to, what I would wake up and it was My Heart Will Go On every morning. Oh. And, and I loved My Heart Will Go On and I still to this day love Celine Dion, like, you know, as much as is humanly possible. Um but that is not a good song to wake up to, especially because when I saw Titanic in theaters, I cried so hard that like How many times sure. did you go? How many times did I, you actually, go? Actually I think I only went once because like oh. I didn't think I could handle it again. Like Okay. In well theaters. so I went twice. Wow. You did? Yeah, we had a radio station do a seventy five cent showing because there were or something like that. It was like a no, it was like 97 cents because it was their station was 97 something. So oh, anyways. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my second time. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. Continue. You no, know, I remember like I saw it with some friends and I cried so hard that like one of the Oscars or something, well, because I was young, like I was in the days where like your parents would drop you off, like one parent would drop you off like in out of the group mm-hmm. of friends and then like someone else's parent would like come pick you up and, you know, drive you all home, whatever. And so... um like and I'm sure it was just like, do we need to call somebody for you? <laughs> like I was just like <gasps> I was just like really just devastated. And I came out and there was like a group of girls about to go in for the next showing. Um, from like group of girls we knew from school. And so like mm-hmm. me and my friends came out and we saw them. we were like, Oh hey, like to the to the other girls. And um 
and they were like, hey, and they were like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, it was so sad. It was just really sad. And I just like, I like, couldn't get, and they were like laughing at me. And I'm like, you wait, you'll go in there. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be bad. And they're like, I remember one of them was like, you did know that the ship sank, right? Like, Oh, yeah. The, oh, there's all those people like, it sinks. You already know that. Yeah. So what is like? And I'm like, well, like, that's the testament of a good movie. Like, you can go in completely spoiled as to how things are going to end. Like, you know, like Perfect Storm. Mm -hmm. You know that they never make it back if you knew the the news story right. about them. Um, but you, you don't go in beca because of that. You go in because you want to see, like, who these guys were. Right. And for Titanic, like, you watch and obviously, like, you know, he... James Cameron gave us a love story yeah, and so that like you fell in love with them too and you're like oh no no like they can't be apart like he saved her and then she saved him and then like they should get to be together and that's this girl's dad right right <laughs> right no right please and um but yeah it is it is also it's it's such a great story because you know, she was she was so unhappy and she was so miserable and she was going to fling herself off a boat and this boy saved her. And then she lives this long, long life doing all of the things that she had said that she'd wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just, I don't know, it's a great story. Like, and because like it was a ship full of people. We have no idea like what kind of stories you know, those people had before mm -hmm. they died in the freezing cold ocean, like in a, in a catastrophe that could have been avoided and right. then also could have been rectified easily because like the, the close, there were like three, right. Isn't there something like there were three close ships that like didn't answer their distress mm -hmm. call. Yeah, and then like that. the one that finally did answer them was, was like, you know, like hours away. Um, we all became Titanic historians in 1998. Yeah, like, yeah, it was just, <laughs> oh, God, oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, that was, the in the 90s, everything was, like, overwrought and overdramatic. I mean, mm -hmm. we watched Beverly Hills 90210 and Melrose Place for crying out loud. Yeah. So, like, you know, the and the, the video for Truly Madly Deeply, like, totally lives up to that, that 90s emo, like, longing desperation for your person. Right. Kind of thing. Like, um. Like rewatching it, I was like, "Oh, I totally remember this." But um, like watching it now, it's almost kind of funny because you're like, "This would be fixed with cell phones." Like, right, right. <laughs> like she gets to the train station, and then she's just like running for like majority yeah. of the video. She's just like, "Where is my man? Where is?" I he? need the coffee. And, and he's like slowly like meandering along, like, "Oh, I guess I'll never see her again." Like, and meanwhile, she's like, "Where are you?" <laughs> like, it's all over town. Yes, it feels like um a little bit like a fragrance ad, like you know that it's like yeah, yeah, it's no, like it yeah toned and um, you know it's it's like melancholy, but then also has like and has these flashes of like you know couples embracing and like their memories mm -hmm. of each other, but then also like where are they now and they just keep missing each other, and also like you said, running so much running, um. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, I remember loving this song. And I, I feel like also, because they never actually say truly madly deeply in the song. They do. do they it's do? In, it's in the beginning. It's, it's, in the it's beginning. a, or yeah, it's in there. It's, I know it's, it's not part of the chorus or anything. Yeah, it's not part of the refrain or anything like that. 
Um, because he says truly, madly, deeply do. I know that's the. Oh, oh. I love you with every more with every breath. Truly, madly, deeply, deeply do. do. Right, you're right. Okay, yep. okay. I, then yeah, I'm wrong because I just remember back then it was one of those things we didn't have Shazam and all of this, you know. And if you didn't catch mm-hmm. them like saying what the name was on the radio. Um, cause sometimes they said it before the song and then they went right into the next song and you're can like, can you plan with, song? can you play bathe with you in the sea by yes, Savage Garden? Yes. Yeah. Like I, re- I still remember, uh, I th- like there was Nelly Furtado, like, uh, I'm, I'm like, like a bird. A- yeah. And I remember, uh, being like, oh, that bird song, it, like the, do you guys know that bird song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like this one though, it was. It spun out of a demo they had called Magical Kisses. And I listened to that track and it's like they improved it. They yeah. really Yeah. Right. It's it's basically the so some of the melodies the same. It's a little faster verses and then the chorus is bad. So uh, there's totally fixed it. Yeah. I so this will put a time like you know, being a being a teen boy in the nineties, loving my alternative music, I would have probably been discovering corn at this time. Yeah. Sometimes somebody will get you, and it was Savage Garden. I dug that. I was like, man, this song really hit. I bought it. Yeah. I remember I bought their album at Borders. Do you remember Borders? <gasps> Borders. Yeah, I bought it at wow. Borders. I got it. You know, and it was that this kind of the video kind of in a golf in the. Uh, coffee culture that was all over the 90s for like there's yes. little coffee houses everywhere everywhere every oh all God, you, there was one borders one had cool coffee beans. there yeah cool we, beans was a oh, coffee house that we had higher grounds higher grounds yep <laughs> oh my god okay. you and i love puns yeah. so that's this one yes. thing that's that's fine yeah. with us doing that's that fine. it's like that's a good yeah. one that's a good one but uh yeah, yeah so i bought it there and i Spun. It was a pretty good, decent little pop album. Um, it their, was, yeah. Their I had fir- it too. Yeah, their first one. I was like, the the I want you song. I was like, mm-hmm. what is this? Like the sequel to Fine Young Cannibals? Like it felt like that was like the next step. Like they they evolved. <laughs> Fine Young Cannibals evolved and became Savage Garden. But then this was Hilarious. not even close. Because um, that one, like, uh, yeah, it was interesting. And apparently that song got released by itself to prove themselves to make an album. And then oh. they made an album or something. Oh. They, that might have happened in Australia, and okay. we didn't get it till later because yeah. they they were like huge in Australia. And like this video, this is the second video for the song. They made another video uh, that originally came out in Australia, and this was the inter. What we know is the international video. Uh, the original video had them just with in a white studio. There's like a red couch oh. and people just depressingly oh. looking around and singing. And he's yeah. got long hair. Just like yeah. it's one of those fashionista like play yeah, it yeah, in a yeah. in the buckle type stores mm-hmm. um songs. So but this video, yeah, it's really pretty and it's like you know it's a sad day because it's mm-hmm. it's a leather jacket turtleneck day for like every yes. male in this. Yes. And everybody's just Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like and then the the like the, <laughs> the, the for the forlorn the forlorn if anybody smiles, you're getting fired today. Like that's, <laughs> yes. and uh, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's just really a nice little travelogue through the city and stuff, and yeah. just people. They're in Paris, right? It's Paris. Yeah, it's Paris. Yeah, yeah. Sh- shot there, like, like you said, now it's a col- like a cologne perfume perfume <laughs> fragrance commercial. L'Oreal. So yeah, but this song, yeah, this song was, and I forget this song was 
huge. Like you couldn't avoid it for a lot. Like it was hum- like I forgot until yeah. I was looking back. I'm like, yeah, this was a phenomenon. This song, mm-hmm. like a was, bit, like yeah, all the time. You went from loving it to liking it to tired of it to coming back around again to tired. Yeah. Like it was a vicious cycle. Yes. And VH1 was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Like this was like we finally yeah. have something to compete with MTV or something. But like yes. this was their number one song on their top countdown forever. If it wouldn't, they wouldn't even wait an hour. It'd be like forty five minutes and they'd show it again. Yeah. It was like it, I. I feel like there was a point too where like. We didn't want to admit that we liked the song or some mm-hmm. of the Savage Garden because, like, our parents liked it. Like, yeah, it got to like, them. Can't, they got can't. to the Savage Garden. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, the parents loved Savage Garden. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Were, they were big on the Savage Garden. And um, also, like, the, it's so funny. I remember the name, like, a name like Savage Garden, like, could yeah. easily be, like, a metal band or something. Yep. Like, But instead, Savage Garden did these, like, kind of emo, poppy, like, either, like, these emo... Uh, almost ballady songs, but then mm. like poppy with like a a, a catchy refrain that like right. sticks in your head and and yeah, so. they make you too look like death metal. Like that's how <laughs> yes. light they go. I mean, they're they're. Savage I want you Garden. moon and back were heavier songs, but like not yeah. heavier no. songs. They just had drums. Yeah, so it was like they're Savage Garden. Savage Garden. They had like the. the yeah, the, I think their album cover is probably iconic. Everybody can picture that thing in, oh, in their yeah. mind of just the two guys. But yeah, I I bought that CD and I just like, I don't know if it was one I like openly let my, yeah. my friends know I owned, but it was jamming in my car and at home <laughs> quite a bit. It was definitely jamming in my car and in my friends' cars and just on the boom boxes. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, yeah, the, I, Oh, memories, memories. There oh, there yeah. was probably times where I was crushing on somebody or something. I'll play that song and it gets you in the right yes. mood. You're like, yeah. Oh, I'm sure at some point, like, one, I don't know if I did, but I feel like someone at some point definitely had it as their song on their answering machine. Like, I'm not here right now. Like, leave a message and I'll get back to you. <laughs> and then, like, so, trailing off notes of truly madly deeply help leave a message for me (laughs) yeah oh gosh yeah and i remember thinking like i'm like this chorus is like the most beautiful thing written ever like i was like it's just oh it's poetic all this stuff it's schmaltzy bubblegum stuff but we love it it worked it worked on me it got to me i was and I was so if I bought it from Borders, I paid more than I should have for it. Oh, like that, sh- yes. so I must yeah. have really wanted that, or I did not want yeah. to run into a friend at Best Buy or something. Yeah, no, you you bought it for like fourteen ninety nine or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was probably way more than I wanted to pay for it. But yeah, that was <laughs> that was a, yeah, it totally fits the nineties thing with that. But this thing rocked yes. nineteen ninety seven mm-hmm. ninety eight. Just hey, more yeah. power to Savages of Gardens. They. Thank stood, you, Savages of Garden. Stood on a mountain. And I liked revisiting for this. I was like, you know what? This is still a nice song. I still... It is. It's it takes a nice me back. Song. It it's takes true. me back. Like, what are yes. they up to? Are they still together? Are they still playing? I don't question. know. I have no idea. They had more hits after this, right? Yeah. Oh, they... I think they did. But was I it? mean, it's not like I've seen a, a new album from them in a while. But also, like, albums, like, don't get announced the way that they used to. No. So... Oh yeah, they did that. Uh, I knew I loved you song. That was even yes, bigger. I, I think you. was that, that was huge. That was even bigger yes. than that. Like they, yeah, these guys weren't one hit wonders. They were, they did it twice at least. But yeah, Savage Garden. Yeah. But yes. So, all right. Well, uh, oh, I I want to mention. I forgot the director Adolfo Doring. 
Um, he directed this video. He I don't know if he did commercials or currently does, but uh, he also did videos for Hootie and the Blowfish, like quite a few of theirs. Uh, oh, I loved the, Hootie and the Blowfish. The Jim Blossoms, Bon Jovi, <gasps> and Dixie Chicks, who are now what the Chicks? Oh, the Chicks, so, yes. Oh so. my God, I love the Gin Blossoms. Um, it's also I think someone should like I'm not a big biopic person because mm-hmm. I feel like they usually end up picking people or things that are just too broad and too much going on and they don't mm-hmm. like, focus on the right story or they try to tell too much of the story or whatever it is. Right. Um, but oh my God, do I want a biopic on the gin blossoms? <laughs> Well, you know, the the best biopic is when they pick that right moment in the life and you can get everything from them for for, for that. But when they try yeah. to go paint by numbers through the life. Yes. And so many try to do that, you know, to show mm-hmm. all these highlights or or they, they, they gloss over. Because also I think they like to get, you know, permission from the estates and, mm-hmm. you know, and then they gloss over things that like the grittier things and uh, and, you know, just just to keep the family happy and then like that's what, what, like up? Selma that's why that was so good but it's because Selma's. they didn't tell Martin Luther King's life they told him in a moment yeah. and you got everything from his life in from the moment, moment. Yeah. um and that's true I think if King Richard did a pretty decent job they didn't I'm really they, excited to watch King Richard like I know people mm-hmm. are complaining that it's about their dad and I'm like do you I was like I, the biggest thing I remember is how much he fought for them mm-hmm. and like they were they were kids and also their executive producers on this movie like I am 110 percent confident they wouldn't be putting their name on a movie that's going out into the world if they didn't feel it was like a a good story or you know yeah t- telling what happened with them and their father like in a in a way that they approved of yeah they i mean they, they focus on the tennis i mean it's yeah they focus on the right aspect they don't just all of them growing up but like uh yeah there's a, the complaints about because in a way, like, because they're complaining about the way they didn't show this, they didn't show this. I'm like, yeah, you, you realize it's also from the, the children's perspective yeah. of the thing. Also, like, like I'm excited. I think Will Smith's a great actor. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've always loved the story of, like, how, you know, they, they've they risen up and, and become the, the powerhouses, you know, like the greats. They're, they're mm-hmm. some of two of the greatest of all time and like yeah yeah you know that's something that's yeah that that's, deserves a biopic like yeah. that deserves yeah stories yeah. like and then like like you said you pick the right moment that tells the whole story mm-hmm. like whatever like the angle that you're going from and i actually uh when i was first re- i think like way back when it was first announced and i was reading about what it was supposed to be and um how it focused in on the dad i'm like this is awesome because i feel like if you didn't take an interest in them, you didn't like. I mean, I definitely already knew some stuff that I was reading that the movie's going to touch on, but um, I'm sure the movie is going to show me a lot of stuff that I don't know. Yeah. You know, um, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's fun, and yeah, uh, yeah. Jim Blossom, like maybe them coming up with "Hey Jealousy" is where you build it around. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, and like the whole like Doug Hopkins getting kicked out, mm-hmm. and and I think he OD'd, um, but like you know maybe you, you start with like when when Doug's gone and like yeah. travel back and you know show like what happened, but um, yeah, I don't know, I just I just love the Jim Blossoms. I feel like it's, it, they it, didn't make it out of the nineties, did they? Like it's say, shame. In an, in an alternate universe, they would have been huge huge mm-hmm. and they should have been huge um 
but because like if you like every song on that album is a banger um they did one of the best soundtrack songs of the 90s until i hear it from you from empire records which if you go back folks to my 90s soundtrack episode i did have it in my top 10 so Mm -hmm. that and i mean like hey jealousy is iconic like oh yeah it's it's such a great road trip song like as soon as like anytime it comes on in the car on like 90s on nine or whatever i'm just like radio all the way up um oh yeah everyone they had a they they had a aesthetic but they also mm-hmm. kept making good songs under that aesthetic it was really good yes, I, I just don't know totally. what a lot of those 90s bad like they hit big once and then just never like i it, yeah. yeah it's, it's i mean crazy. and the music industry always seems fraught especially yeah. back then with like lots of things i mean look at all the look at what in sync at backstreet boys and britney spears and christian Aguilera. like look what they learned from like the 80s bands like everyone yeah. who we loved in the 80s like um debbie gibson and tiffany and new kids on the block is like i feel like you always heard stories of them like going bankrupt in the 90s because Mm -hmm. they they hired these people who totally mismanaged their money for them right and then also like just didn't diversify what they were doing and then all of a sudden you had these 90s bands like boy band the boy band explosion and um you know and we had pop princesses all over again, but they were like, they got endorsements and they had merchandise right. and they, you know, did clothing lines and invested in whatever, you know, whatever. And they, they like learned from like the, the mess up, uh, uh, their predecessors in the eighties, yeah. like how to manage their money better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, because, you know, they're all still around. We still know what they're doing. Like yes. that's, that. Yes, you know, yes we do. But the others, yeah, Deborah Gibson is acting and doing all yeah, sorts of things. Yeah, she was on so, Lucifer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I remember them all very fondly. And Cindy Lauper is a saint. So there's all so, uh, there's that. I love Cindy Lauper. I'm glad yeah. that she is a very successful woman. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, very successful. Also, like Savage Gardens, truly, madly, deeply. Um, <laughs> but that'll, that'll do it for this week on the show. I appreciate you stopping by for such a fun week here, Danielle. Oh, um, thanks for having me. Always always excited about your return. Always looking oh. forward to the next one really thanks. fast. So, Same. Uh, yeah, so where can people keep up with you online, around, and this holiday season? Ah, find me on Twitter at LSEP. Um, I will probably make you laugh uh, and make you think, maybe, sometimes. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'll probably be tweeting about movies and TV shows that I'm catching up on as December winds down. Um, and at Danielle Sup on Instagram if you want to see cute pictures of my dog, Brandy. All right, excellent. And I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD, written work. On WhySoBlue.com next week, Greg Magood is back as we discuss a holiday fave of his and hear about his new book. But until then, stay film positive. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. 
For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.